welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. Turn up just a little bit. Hey guys. Hey, Hello. Hey. How y'all doing? We're good. Good. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. Um, I am chilling by my lonesome tonight. Mo is out there working the graveyard shift at Automatic Data Processing. Mm. So shout out to her. She come she texted me. She was like, Oh my god, I'm still at work. So um, but no worries. Nonetheless, um, we could definitely do this thing and ride it so the wheels fall off. But I definitely want to say shout out to everyone who tuned into last week's episode. Um, once again, happy Pride Month. Um, definitely want to celebrate all of those individuals who uh, I like. Who I like to say fall underneath the rainbow. <laughs> so um, definitely shout out to Brandon and Bricks for sharing their stories. Um, there's so many people out there who have a story to tell that are so much similar to the ones that we share and don't get the opportunity to be able to do so or even live their truth. So I definitely like tell people all the time, live your truth. No matter who who you may feel like it hurts or who it makes feel uncomfortable, make sure to live your truth. Um, like I told my mama one time, um, this is my salvation, not yours. You know, we ain't going on a buddy past the hell if I go to hell. So <laughs> <laughs> she would try to hear that. But nonetheless, I mean, we are here. So, but I have two beautiful ladies here with me this week. Um, this is the second episode to our marriage series. Um, I definitely want to make sure that we shout out Melvin and Willie, who started off our marriage episode um, with She's the One. And on this week's episode, um, we're going to talk about He Proposed. So I have a very long-term friend, a long-time friend of mine, um, Nikki Odom, joining Hello. us. Hey, Nikki. Hello. Me and Nikki go way back, like four flat ties and a spell <laughs> in the Honda and Shannon White Honda. That's how far back we go. Many years. Oh, yeah. Many, many moons ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Um, and then we have Miss Sharmika Love. Hey, hey. Hey, girl. What's going on, girl? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just good. glad to be here. Good. Sharmika um, has so many awesome things going on. She just did a women's empowerment um, that... Featured Rashida from Love and Hip Hop. Oh. oh my gosh! I listen. I was terribly pissed that nobody would pick up my schedule. Nobody want to work for me. Don't nobody want to work for me. And I like I sent out a hundred emails. I was like, hey, so um, I'm only working eight to one. If anybody could cover that, no, see, it's not on Saturday. We ain't doing it. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. But we are. Glad to have you here. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to just jump right in. Um, so, Nikki, I'm going to start with you. Um, how long have you and... Now, you and Kareem go way... Whoo, whoo, back like Georgia Southern. Yeah, back so, back. <laughs> But y'all didn't date in high school. No, we did not date in high school. Uh, we met my second semester of freshman year, which was the year of 2001. Right. And I had been hearing he liked me back in high school, but you know, <laughs> we didn't really deal with them Richmond guys. We oh yeah, joking. I forgot he went to Richmond. We didn't really deal with those Richmond guys, so I kind of shrugged it off and all that, but once we, um, once I got to school, Kenya mm -hmm. and Eric, they oh. finally made the connection and we met in like January of 2001. Yeah. And we've been together ever since. 20 years. Almost, almost 20 years. Yeah, oh, man. Almost. That's a long time. That is a long time. Yes. Charmika, <laughs> when did you meet your spouse? Oh, man. Um, Ron played AU basketball um, in school, and so he was on the little travel team. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, basketball team. Yeah, I, can't, I, I can't live this down to this day. In his <laughs> mind, he is in the NBA. Oh, that's fine. Right now. Do you understand? <laughs> he is the best of the best. But no, so we met um, when he was doing his travel thing with the travel team because I lived here in Augusta. He was uh, from deep south Georgia, and that's how we connected. Um, I did cheerleading in both. Um, it was in the band, and he was an athlete. It was just, that's Listen, how it that worked. Was, that was the life. Right. <laughs> right. I ain't going to talk about my old athlete, uh, uh, athletic relationship. That's how that happened. But, ooh, that was the life. I miss those days. Yes. Life was so simple back then. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so before graduation and all that. So, so y'all met, like, in frame. high school? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. So, dating. How was dating 
Because was it like an on again, off again? Was it like a continuous thing? Because let me tell you, I, I, I don't have no experience in this field. I mean, I tell people all the time, I'm just, I'm just waiting on somebody to return my text messages. You know what I'm saying? The, the longest relationship I've ever been in is with Nikki. And we were together like mm, three and a half, four years. Gotcha. I ain't got shit going on longer than that. I don't. I don't even think I have a pair of drawers that I've had no. that long. No. <laughs> so, but that has to be like a really like trying thing when you're just very young yeah. and with someone that just one person for like a longest extended period of time. Right. I don't think my mind set up for that because I feel like, and this is just me. Mm-hmm. Now this is just me. I feel like. I'm missing out on somebody's son. <laughs> I, this this can't be the, the end all, have all. It's somebody else out here. It Let me get be. back with you. Let me just kind of explore what's going on in life. But no, I want to know, like, how, how was that? Like, how, I mean, you don't really think about mm-hmm. 19, 17 years until, like, you now. Looking back on it. Yeah, it? looking back on it, you're like, God damn, that was a and that's kind of how it was. We were like in two years. We was like, oh dang, it's been two years. So it went, it went by quickly. Um, you know, we were in college, and Kareem started at Fort Valley, mm-hmm. and I was at Georgia Southern, and it was lovely. Yeah, and he came to Georgia Southern. I remember that, and it wasn't so lovely. <laughs> I remember that. It wasn't so lovely. Me and Nikki oh, used to talk every day, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, he getting on my nerves." Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so lovely. So we had a little, we had a couple of little rough patches. Um, early on, like I said, um. I think it might have been junior year, so we had two years apart at mm-hmm. Georgia Southern and Fort Valley, and then he transferred to Georgia Southern, and it got a little rough just because we had to navigate. Like I already was there, and then he was coming, and he kind of didn't want to be like Nicole's boyfriend. Oh he yeah, wanted to have his own, and then he was like the only Kappa on the campus, right? Oh yeah, and then Georgia Southern they had Kappas at the time, so. He was kind of popular. Like, he was enjoying that popularity. Popping. Right. Shout out to Kareem. <laughs> so Being the only capo <laughs> at Georgia Southern back in 2002. Right. <laughs> so we had a little bit of issues with that. But um, it just, it kind of went by. We weren't, like, counting the days. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's been a year. It's been two years. So, after graduation, mm-hmm. you cut, y'all come back to Augusta. Mm-hmm. Did y'all think that, okay, we're still going to continue this relationship or... Yeah, because, you know, I, it's so funny. My um, granddad knew his dad. We didn't know. Your grandfather stayed in St. Pete? No, my daddy's dad. It was okay. Augusta. Okay, okay. He, um, he, Kareem's dad worked for my granddad well before me and Kareem were born. Okay. Like, so once we figured out that our parents and family knew each other and they got to talking, when we got back to Augusta, it was like, you know. Yeah, was like, when y'all get married? We was like, wait a minute. Whoa. Hold on. I'm minute. not sure if I still want him to be my boyfriend. Exactly. So we never, um, the transition from college to like adult life was fairly smooth. Okay. Yeah, we went right, in, right into How it. How was your transition? <laughs> well, we, because we were distant, I'm a military brat. Okay. So I understood <clears throat> what it means to have friends at a distance and stuff like that. Right. So because we met each other and I knew that we weren't in the same city, nothing about us was serious for a very long time. Okay. All right. We was just regular old cut buddies. All right. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. That's the truth about it. That, I is, love the, it. that is the truth about it. And I, I have to tell our truth because people always look at our children and our timeline and be like, oh, he was just a cheating. <laughs> no, we just weren't really together. Yeah. We just did our own but, but thing for a long cool, time. That's cool, though. I right. feel like those type of relationships end up like where you guys are right now because you start off with a very strong friendship and a very good understanding and you grow a lot of times we're so immature and don't really know how to deal with relationships so it's it's best to let me go out here and grow Mm-hmm. And then I'll get back with you mm-hmm. when I'm a little mature. Yeah. That's um, it. So that that that's key. I can see that. I can see that happening. So yeah. So that's what we did. We um we knew that we were at a distance. We knew that we were young as crap. I came from a mother that was just like, look, y'all ain't serious. Don't don't try to make it serious. Right. You know, just do you. You're young at the time. I'm. You're talking about 15, 16. Yeah. You know, real young. So I wouldn't think about any of that. 17, here we go with a whole baby now. You know what I mean? So I think that's what made us try to be serious for a minute there, but still it was like, nah, we just got a baby. We'll just share this child and figure it out. We ain't ain't really into none of that. So I don't think we really, really took it serious until about, I would say, 04. So 2004 is when it became serious for us. 
We got married in 05. Okay. That was us. That's our timeline. That's the cute version. <laughs> Listen, it, it's, a, it's a cute version to every story. Exactly. And then it's the hellacious that's one. That's the cute version. <laughs> Look, put the hellacious one in the book. Yes, of course. <laughs> and, and, let, so, and put it on the shelf. Trust, it will be. So... We last week I asked well when I had the interview mm-hmm. with Willie and Melvin, I asked them, How did you know? Like, how did you know she was the one? And they gave me like these cute little renditions of what they thought. And <laughs> and, and Melvin really explained no, not Melvin, Willie really explained. He said, When I said, Well, how did how did you know Nicole was the one? Mm-hmm. And I'm really good friends with Nicole and him and Nicole. And he said when and man correct me if I'm wrong, he was like when he he said something about when not not nobody else mattered but her. Mm-hmm. Or he was it, it was no other comparison. It was like comparing people to just her. That's gotcha. when he knew. And I was like, man. Oh, that makes sense too. And I was like, that, that's really dope. So and I know as women, we don't know what they thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just know we together and ooh, hopefully. Hoping for the best. Ho- right. Hopefully <laughs> I get a little green box ooh. or something. You know, you never know. Keep your fingers crossed. Keep praying for me, mama. But I'm sure at some point in your relationship, you're like, you know what? I can see my pers- myself with this person for the rest of my life. Charmika, when, when was that, that light bulb moment when you just like, yeah, if he asked me tomorrow, I, w- I would say yes. He is a comedian, and it seemed like everybody else that I attached myself to, I was looking for that funny nature because I'm a real serious person. Okay. So I need... I don't see that, but okay. I am. I need someone to balance okay. that, and I wasn't this funny person you see now until I attached myself to my husband. Okay. I was just always just so serious. So it was like, yeah, I might have been with the... Huge, tall brother or the real, real fine brother, but they was born brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh. You get what I'm saying? They were born. We didn't have any type of real conversation. And like I said, he just made me laugh no matter what. And it'd be like I wanted to hate him, but I was laughing at him. And I was just like, you know what? At least when the bad times, I can laugh all the time. Right. Like, I, I got to stay with this man. Okay. Like, so, yeah. But even, because I know, I have a daughter, and... After year one, I was just like, yeah, me and this nigga nigga will never be together. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to him, but I just, we were just on two different wavelengths. I um, I must, I t- and no shade, I told somebody one time, I had to really like him. I don't, because I don't, he's just ain't my type. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I got caught up in the vortex or, or the Twilight Zone. Uh, he must have blinked them, <clears throat> them little hazel eyes at me just a, one minute too long. But he just, it was no connection anymore. So I was just like, mm, no, nah, this ain't going to work. So even after, because you guys had a child first. Yes, right. So even after your child was born a few years go by, at some point were you ever like, nah, we just going to co-parent? Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, just because he was a playboy. Everybody loved Ron. What? Everybody loves the comedians. You know what I mean? And he has the best smile. So Hold on, has... wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> he has the best smile. So he was a playboy, and everybody knew him. Everybody, his family told me, there is no way that he's going to settle down with you. You do know that, right? Everybody I told hate me. family sometimes. Everybody tell you told me that this man could not be monogamous. Oh, my God. And Whoa. I'm a Leo. You can't tell me stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, he can't be what? Okay. Bet. We're going to see. <laughs> We're going to see today. Bet. So, yeah. So I just, that that was it. So at, and that at that time, you just, I just knew he was a playboy. And I'm just like, I'm not finna be with him. He just want to do too much. And we were friends. So I knew that mm-hmm. about my friend, that yeah. he's incapable of being with just one person. So that was our that was that. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna do this. Yeah, well, he ain't gonna change for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was that was that that was that thing. And then listening to your friends that really wanted no real relationships. Ooh, yeah. The worst. Uh, you know, so like, girl, you are. I might know I might have been a bad influence to Nikki back listen, in the day. You know, I'm like, girl, Kareem tripping, leave him alone. See, this is the thing. You know, you get everybody's opinions, but I'm I'm a person like you. Everybody got your opinions, but I know which ones to hold on to and right. which ones not. You I don't could, think I learned that lesson. I don't think those. Life lessons I learned until my 30s. 
No, those are facts. That's me. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that, too. 30s brought a whole nother... Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't think I learned those a realization until my thirties. Because um, even when Nikki and I were in college, and I was the first one out of all of us to have a baby, and so I felt like my life was different from mm-hmm. theirs. And they were supportive. They were like, "Oh no, we gonna come see you and Caitlin." And and I was like, "Yeah, my life's just way different from y'all's." Yeah. And and I felt like I had to grow up a little faster than they did. Right. They partied a little more and hung out a little more. And I was like, "Nope, over here being a full time mom over here." It. Right. <laughs> but it's it. funny now because I think me and you mentioned something on Facebook. Um, Cause I, it was a meme or something I put up, and I was like, "All oh, y'all just having babies, my child about to graduate high school." Right. <laughs> but it's close. funny where we are now, you know, in the difference. Cause before you guys got here, I was telling Nikki, I was like, "Whoo, we got two more years, girl. She going to college. I'm gonna find me a city to just be a nomad in. I'm getting out of here." Listen, and it's just like you know that kind of free spirit type thing, but. Even though, like, our lives changed and were different, you know, we still kind of had the same common goals. Absolutely. Um, and so it just kind of, you know, you just pick up points different at different points in life. Um, so, Nikki, when did you know or when did you be like, you know what, <laughs> I like him enough. I could deal with this for maybe 20 plus years. You know, my mama always sick on me because she was like, you gonna fall head over heels. That's like your real first boyfriend, which he was. Yes, he was. Like, you know, we all dated and... He was like my real first boyfriend, so I kind of knew like long, long really before. long, like, um, like I, nah, I'm not gonna say immediately because mm-hmm. we did hang out a little bit before we got serious, serious. But once we had about a year in, and of course we were in college, so I wasn't expecting it. But I was like, whenever. And then also my mama told me she was like, um, he love you. Oh, and I was shout like, out to Linda. How you know? She was like he. He, I can tell. So we don't had conversations, and you know. So she was like, "He just fits right in." He does, and you know they say opposites attract, but me and him are like we're so similar. Our two middles, social security numbers are the same. Really? <laughs> <laughs> On that line, three nine. Like really? Yeah, I'm gonna play three nine zero. Don't tell me that. <laughs> we are like the same. Like we are like I'm the oldest. He's the oldest. Mm-hmm. We, our siblings are ten years apart. Oh wow. Um, just so uh, just those siblings. Um, like we same age, like we are like so aligned, so aligned. So it kind of worked out from the beginning. Okay, from the beginning, I would say we had a rough patches. Yeah, but I mean those come. Yeah, those come. I think <laughs> expected. Right? I, I, I I like I told um I told uh, Melvin and Sharon and Willie last week. I said I have a list. <laughs> Put it away. A list of couples that I am. I like them. I don't. I don't give. A, I don't give a damn what they got going on at home. When I see them in the streets, I'm like, they my favorite. And you know, I have a list of favorites. And I told I, I Willie got mad because I was like, it's like the Dukes and then the Leeches and then like the Chesters. And he was like, well, damn. But no, seriously, I see their relationships and like I hang out with them. I hang out with their wives right. and. You know, I see, you know, like, oh, they have... It's genuine. Yeah, it's right, very genuine. Right. Like, and I can really say that about Nikki and Kareem because I've been there since before before it was even thought of. Right. I remember when you, uh, Kenya and Eric first said something about Kareem and you laughed. Right. And you was like, whoo, chabu. Like, and it Never. was like, she didn't even take it serious. She was just like, oh, yeah, I ain't... All right, all right, next. <laughs> exactly. But then it was funny because when they got serious, I I said, "Girl, she loved bringing that up." I was like, "Girl, <laughs> who would have thought you'd have been here, huh?" Right. And you know, it was just something that we could laugh about. But their relationship is still really genuine. Mm-hmm. The love is really there, like you can really tell. So I always say. Like, shout out to, you know, these couples who have been in very long-lasting relationships. Real love. I, right. Test and try love. Listen, That's real love. Shout out to Pam and Tony. <laughs> you know, just because this is an example that black love does exist. Absolutely. You know, our children don't really get an opportunity to see that a lot of times, and that's very unfortunate. Right. Um and, you know, we make decisions as parents, you know, that we don't like each other enough. And I always tell my friends, don't stay for the kids. 
I even told one of my homegirl, fuck them kids. <laughs> That's his favorite speech around our house. Listen. And I'm I like, baby, mean, the baby needs shoes. F them kids. Listen, I mean that in the most nicest way possible. But baby, let me tell you something. When oh, them same funny. kids get grown Listen, and honey. they out here living their best life, Listen, honey. they not worry about you uh-uh. at the house unless you're all uh-uh. in the crap so I always tell my homegirls, fuck them kids. Don't stay for them Find kids. Find your own why, baby. Because at the, <laughs> at the end listen, of the day. Listen. At the end of the day, <laughs> they know when you're unhappy. Exactly. True enough. They can they can sense it. They can feel it. They they hear us, you know, arguing, fussing, fighting. And you're teaching them how to deal in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. The, the most unspoken stuff, you are teaching them yeah. how to relate. Yeah. Period. Yeah. In any type of relationship. I told a friend of mine once, um, she had been with her baby daddy for eons, and he just not the best person. He wasn't the best boyfriend. I'll say that. Um, And I told her multiple times, but the last time we talked about it, because I told her, I said, this is the last time we're going to talk about this. Whatever you do after this particular point, you got my blessing. Hmm. I said, but... You're teaching your daughters that it's okay to live with a man and have him disrespect you. Right, exactly. That it's okay for him to come in your house at whatever times of the night or be gone Mm -hmm. two, three days or talk to you any tight way. And you're teaching your sons that this is how a man should treat a woman. I said, if that ain't pure fucking dysfunction, I don't know what it is. That's it. I said, but... You are doing them kids a disservice That's right. by continuing to live in that type of environment with someone who don't even respect you enough exactly. not to treat you that way. And I said, you know, after this conversation, we ain't never got to talk about it again. You can stay with them for the rest of your life. I said, however, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. Right? They call and complain. Listen. You know, no more. This this it. This, I this will is, no longer be your lifeline because I threw you a whole vest. This is the nail in the... I threw you the whole raft. Okay. I had it in my pocket. I threw it out. It blew up. I told you and the kids to get on the boat. You didn't want to leave. So, this is it. But... I feel like, you know, those are times when you really get tested. You know, True. you your maturity is tested on all levels. You know, your parenthood, because it's just like, we all want our kids to have these two-parent households and, right. you know, be together. And that's cute. It looked real good on the front of the Ebony magazine. <laughs> but if we're not getting some type of therapy to fix our problems or if we're not really addressing our issues, our marital or relationship issues head on. We're just living in the same dysfunction every day. We're just expecting something different to change. Right. And nobody really even knows what the hell going on. Yep. So I I say shout out to to you and your husband and Nikki and Kareem and the Dukes and the Chesters <laughs> and the Leeches because they have relationships that I really, even am at 37, I look up to that. Like, I, I definitely look up to Pam and Tony. Right. You know, but when I see people that are along my age and they have, like, these really loving relationships, I'm like, that's, that's, that's goals. I like that. <laughs> that's goals. You know, and no matter what they do or no matter what happens at the house, like my grandmama say, house business, stay at the house. Exactly. You don't ever know what type of troubles they're going through or financial issues or, you know, just whatever. Thank God for those people who do not put all their business on Facebook. Come on, Jesus. Name. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Let's just take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> a, moment of, a moment of silence for all those who still keep things private. Exactly. Amen. Listen, my, my mama said, if you don't do nothing as I tell you, stay your ass on Facebook. <laughs> Listen. I'd be like, all right, girl. And I guess a lot of a lot of times I don't say a lot of things is because I'm friends with my mom. But then again, you open the door for people, people to really be exactly. a part of your relationship. Sure you know, like I used to tell my friends, don't tell me nothing about your what your what your boo did. Because right. when you forgive his ass, I'm still mad. I'm, still pissed I'm pissed. Right. You know, facts. and you bring around me, and I'm cutting my eye the whole That's time. Right. And you That's over there right. kissing you know, on you know, him, and made girl. it right. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's your butt. Exactly. That is your booty being rubbed out. No. <laughs> so definitely, you know, keep your bit, keep relationship business 
in the relationship, in the home. That's a big you thing. Know. Or go see your therapist, talk to the pastor. You know, call your mom and dad and them who still married. You know, I don't know. Just Facebook ain't your personal outlet. No. For, not, for, not for your relationship. Right, right. You know, so definitely. Um, but what are some, what are some tips? Because I know you guys have been in your relationships for a while. But for those of... For those like me, still waiting on somebody to return that text message, girl. I cannot. Look at Nikita She don't return my text messages. <laughs> oh. um, but for those of who are not quite at the proposal yet, but almost there, not quite there, what advice do you have for them? Now, what I will say, and um, of course, you know, I grew up in the church. If you can, I'm not saying force it. Try to live together. Yeah. I said, I said that to somebody first. I think people that are married should live together first. Yeah, and especially, you know, not like 18. Like me and Kareem, we got married at, like we dated at 18. We didn't get married to 28. So okay. we dated 19 years. Right. Um, and we lived together for about a year, two years. Um, and that that helped us see, you know, do we still want to do this? Like this right. is, this is, this is going to be us now. So I would, like, again, if that's not your belief or if that's not something that's on your radar, don't force it. But if you're doing it, because, you know, mama got mad. Y'all not married? Why y'all living? Aunties got mad. Everybody got mad. But I had to do it for me. Right. Because we were both in careers. We were adults. We were 28, 27. So we were adults. Um, Me and Tam were living together. He had his own apartment. And I was just like, you know, why? Yeah. I'm spinning out this show. I'm not even at my house. Right. So, um, and I, I think that helped out because we saw a few things that we hadn't had to talk about. Mm. Something, oh, that's how you do, Kareem? You do that? Like, <laughs> so, we had so you leave your socks all over the floor exactly. every day? So, <laughs> I, I think that helped us a lot. And we did it. Um, I think we got our, our first place together in 2008. And then we got married in 2010. So, you know, it was about two years. And we got to see... Um, financial stuff because Kareem was way more financially responsible than me. Mm-hmm. So him living with me made me straighten up. Yeah. Him seeing like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to marry you. We got to get these finances together <laughs> now. We're going to be living on the, you know. So I think that helped out a lot because we, like I said, we we saw each other real and raw. Yeah. You know. What about you, Sherman? Mm, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do take a, a little bit more of the spiritual aspect on it, um, being the church girl, being married to the minister. Um, so I do. I get it. I do. I totally get it just because being in the relationship world and counseling relationships, I hear it all the time. But um, I agree to disagree with the moving in before, uh, before the marriage, and this is why. Okay, see, because with the, with the marriage comes the vows that are attached to it and the must, the things that I must do mm-hmm. versus me being in a relationship and just being in an apartment with you. Right. So, you, you know what I ha- I don't have to do. Exactly. You know the same thing. So, I don't have to tolerate you right now. I don't have to put up with you. I don't care about what you know saying. It's not necessarily... The maturity level was there for you, mm-hmm. but it's not always okay. there for everybody. So you're sitting here already going into these deal breakers without knowing if you want to do life with somebody. Mm-hmm. Saying I'm going to sign up and do life with somebody, there are no deal breakers. Yeah. You have signed up for the better or the worse. Ooh, you signed up maybe nauseous. for the richer <laughs> or the poorer. You signed Ooh. up for the sickness or the health. Mm-hmm. And see what I do is what it does to me is it will it will hold you back from the person that you're supposed to be with because you've already saw those deal breakers without having the commitment attached to have to hold on to it and help. How do you not know that you're the person that's supposed to help them with that deal breaker? This was your assignment. Marriage is an assignment. I'm assigned to you. That means wherever you were lacking, you needed me for this. I keep telling you, every time we have... Me and Charmika did 520 radio about a month or so ago. I just feel like every, everything she say just be for me. Yeah. I don't know why. Receive it. I'm, oh, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it right, right here and harp on it, you know, just like I did the last time. But I feel that. You're supposed to just be focusing. this When it comes to if, if that person is the right one, you're supposed to. Your primary focus should be can we do life together? Yeah. Because life consists of everything. Right. 
can we do life together? And that's the thing. Do I love you that much to do life with you? Do I love you that much to have the love that I'm supposed to have for you? The agape love. Right. Will the love be unconditional with you? That's what you have to determine. That's what you have to determine. After you determine that, no, it ain't gravy, but now you know your why. Right. Yeah. And that's what you hold on to. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a why, you can't, there's no why in shacking up. Mm-hmm. Where's your why? Why y'all shacking up? To figure each other out? You've been married how long? You still know your husband? You know I'm all the way. I believe I do. <laughs> so if nothing would shock you about your husband. I mean, it was some some things that would shock me. I mean. You're still learning them, in yeah, a I sense. Mean, <laughs> That's right. Come on, be honest. I mean, You're I still learning. I haven't learned anything recently, but I mean. I'm still learning my husband. I'm still to the point where it's certain things that I'm like, God, oh, you do eat that. <laughs> No, I thought you didn't even. I thought you never ate that before. I've never seen you eat that. But that's just, it's just those little yeah, things definitely. that we sit here and be like, I gotta sit here and stay with you for two years so I can figure out who you are. You won't. Yeah. You will not. My but parents, maybe it's just a little entrance to. And I get who it. You could be. And I get or, it. And, or, I, and or, I and I do and I get it. But then again, like I said, it could be the shut off because this person is dirty. They ain't never had nobody teach them to clean right. up. Exactly. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. that's your deal breaker. Yeah. They ain't clean. This person ain't learn how to cook. She ain't know how to cook. Yeah. That might have been his deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been his deal breaker. But hey. You know what's funny? We um, got to go to these cooking classes together. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's those things. It's, it's those reasons. That's why I say, I, it's a, mm, and I and I get I know catch people twenty two exactly because I know people who who shacked up and didn't work out. That's and I right. Know people who did not. And yeah. it did. I have a cousin, um, very religious. Mm-hmm. Did not. Not me. Wrong. Not me. And <laughs> been married for a while, so I get it. Um, and like I said, I wouldn't. Like I said, I wouldn't say you, Monique. You get this dude. Y'all better live together. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. It, it just worked out for us. Um. Yeah, it just it just worked out for and us. That's why I said the maturity level for you yeah, guys was there. So that's it's that's that's a difference. By that time we were yeah. like eight years in, and I was yeah. we were hearing the okay. Um, we y'all gonna get what y'all gonna do next? Gonna I had a, I have a whole friend. Lord knows, I, I dare not say her name, Jesus. <laughs> but I have a whole friend. <laughs> Who, My who, friends hate me because anytime who, I'm sitting behind this mic, I'm like, yeah, so uh, she's, she's, not a, she's not ashamed. <laughs> she's not ashamed, but at the same token, I just don't want to put her business out there. But, you know, she was celibate for 10 years. Like, she 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 was serious and celibate uh, for 10 years, you know, when she went back into the dating game. And because she had just been through so much stuff, she was just like, you know what? Let me take the sex out of it and, and see right. what happens. Like, right. see who stays for real, you know. And um, so she did that, and they literally did live together for a year. But baby, when I say that baby was celibate, she was she was celibate. Ooh, God bless her special Listen, spirit, baby. You can think it's a game, but I, whew. I can I put my life on the line on that one. <laughs> right. I promise you. So that's like that's why I said you can't. You can't judge it on the outside looking in, but that's why I said I agree to differ because everybody that's because especially if your your maturity is not there yeah. and if everything bothers you and you have pet yeah. peeves about everything. I dated somebody. I dated uh, a guy like that. Um, uh, he so I'm not Nikki. No, I'm a stay in the bed all day type person. <laughs> when I get up to go to work, I ain't no making no bed. I pull the comforter up and <laughs> go on about my day. And he to be so mad because I he is a make the bed up put 10,000 pillars on that bitch every day I'd be like you gonna put all the pillars on there I'd be like uh uh-uh. uh so like I remember like when I used to go visit him in Atlanta he would go to work and I would be there for a little while and then I would travel back to Augusta and so I it would be like an ongoing joke I would always be like I made the bed <laughs> he would be like I'm probably going to have to make it again, but no worries. <laughs> so he did, the funniest thing, the last time I, well, a long time ago, but one time I came to come visit him, he took a picture of the bed, and he texted to me. He was like, hey, so I did your favor. <laughs> and I said, I kept saying to myself, could I live with that? Would yeah. that aggravate the hell out of me? Like, and he was just like a neat free. He don't sit on the, ain't no TV in the bedroom type thing. We don't watch TV in the room. That's my friend. Um, 
<laughs> don't he got to put all these thousand pillars on the bed and everything had order in place and he was very very clean and very neat and I always tell people all the time I live in my home right so we leave shoes at the door uh, it's a basket of clothes in the flow and it's some stuff over here and and it's dishes in the sink and so I get that but sometimes I feel like. Even though I know these things, are they true? Like you said, are they really deal breakers? Because even, because I noticed as we continue to date, like I just kind of got accustomed to how he would do things. And when I would come visit him, I just kind of like kept my little shit in the corner in the pile over here. I made sure all the 50,000 pillows was packed up how he liked them. And, you know, it was just, it was cool. You know, you kind of learn to adjust. But I feel like if I didn't have that time, and, I mean, we didn't live together. We spent a lot of time together. Right. But I feel like if I didn't have that time, I wouldn't have known that. Right. And if anything else would have transpired after that or, like, anything serious, that probably would have aggravated the hell out of me. I probably, right. the first six months, well, that shit would have got on my nerves. I'd have been like, I'm throwing all these pillars in the trash. <laughs> like, uh-uh. So I get, I get both sides. Right. right. And that, that goes to the maturity level because, I mean, like, at 21, some stuff. I'd probably be like, oh, no, goodbye. Right, yeah. exactly. Like I said, we were almost 30. That's what I said. Yeah. Toward, yeah, so. So we're live on Facebook. Okay. And uh, shout out to everybody that's watching us on Facebook. So I have a question um, for the two of you um, from a young lady that I'm really good friends with. And sh- her question is, what if your partner um, becomes physically abusive in the marriage? How do you deal with that? And I'm not... I don't, I don't. Right, right. I mean, I've done, I've dealt with physical abuse. Um, I wasn't married, of course, but my daughter's father was very abusive um, early in, well, later in our relationship, which was weird to me because we got along so good and then we had a baby and he just like went ballistic and I was like, well, you wasn't doing this before this baby was born. I I didn't understand what could have triggered it. So, um, but when it got to be too serious, I was like, I'm out. Right, I, I can't right. deal with this. So I don't know how that works. Like after, it, I mean, I stayed for a little while, but after after another amount of couple of times, I was like, all right, yeah, I I can do bad by myself. Exactly. So how what what is your best advice, uh, Sharmika? I'm gonna Stay. start with you. Oh wow, why? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> God, this is Man. this is a crazy subject here. Um, okay, so listen, <clears throat> staying is one thing. But why stay and what are you fixing? Those are my questions. Um, Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're so stupid for staying. But I've seen men, abusive men, do total 380s. Right. Seen it. All right? So you have to, it has to be some other type of stuff. First of all, I would even need to know if that's even her husband. Why? Because just your boyfriend? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a a whole deal-breaking situation. Your husband, on the other hand, um, I'm not sitting here saying sit there and be beat up and and turn into a punching bag. But at the same token, there is a why and there is a serious why attached to this. If you're going to stay, then you need to be in fix it mode, not just you. Y'all need to be in fix it mode. Let me tell you something. What you're not finna do is be hitting on me. Yeah. (laughs) Now, what we're going to do, either you're going to figure out why you're doing what you're doing or we're not going to be together yeah. because I'm nobody's punching bag. She has to figure out her worth in this situation so she can determine how she's going to respond to this situation. Right. And that's just that's just real talk. Because you have men that come from abusive behind households, and that's how they learn to deal with their issues and their right. problems and relationships. <laughs> okay? And so that's why I said it's not, a, it's not good enough to just be like, oh, he's abusive. Why right. is he abusive? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, again, why you have to determine if you're going to be attached to somebody. You're sick, that's a sickness. Whether we want to look at it any other type of way, there is some, that is, that's not natural. So that means that there's a sickness there somewhere, whether it's mental, emotional, yeah. physical, there is a sickness somewhere. So there's where the for sickness or health comes right, into right. play. Are you going to be there to help with the sickness? Not sit there and get beat up because I don't believe in that. Yeah. 
I don't. There has to be a change, and there has to be an ultimatum. I even say separate at yeah. that point. That I even separation say, like, has to happen there. I even say give it a timeline. It has to, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to put a timeline on something like that. I tell people in marriages all the time, ultimatums are not good. But there are certain situations where they have to be put right. into place. Mm-hmm. All right? That is a whole ultimatum situation right there. Let me tell you something, brother. You won't put your hands on me another day. Right. And, and I, I definitely and, agree and, with and, the separation, has, too. Because absolutely. in order to be able to move forward and heal, that's it. let's take you out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Let's put you in an environment mm-hmm. that's a little more different mm-hmm. than what we have going on. Because clearly something in the environment mm-hmm. is triggering your, you know. And I don't even agree with separation all the time. I don't, especially when it comes to marriage, married couples, because I believe separation um Teaches you how to live without the person. Not even so much even that. You're you leaving room for things to come in. Mm-hmm. You're separated. There's voids that have to be filled while you're separated. So you're leaving all kinds of things to come in in the midst of your separation. Conversation is your biggest void. So as soon as you separate, there's conversation. And with conversation comes everything else. Right. So I don't always agree with separation. But in this instance, you're talking about safety here. Mm-hmm. Safety, life, all of those types of things. Heck yeah. There's a separation that has to take place. And then there has to be ground rules that are seriously laid yeah. before we come yeah. back together. Do I believe it's the end of all? No. Yeah. Why? Because we have honestly been there and done that. Yeah. And that's just real talk. Um, do I think it's the end of all? No. No, I don't. I do not think it's the end of all, but your every situation is is different. It's different and it is not the same. That yeah. person has to be teachable. That person has to want to change. That person has to see that what they're doing came from something and has to want to heal in that area. Has to be total healing. Ain't no fixing there. It has yeah. to be a healed situation. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I think that's it. You got something? No, I'm about to say I agree cuz you know, of course, that's that maturity level. You hear like you twenty. Oh, he hit me. I'm gone. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I get that. But I was thinking right now, like as long as I've been with my husband, and he's never, we've never had that before. I would have to sit back and see like what's what going triggered on. it. Yeah, yeah, what triggered it? Versus have to get I'm to gone. that bridge. Have to yeah, get to that like, bridge before you so can run across it. So it's it's really it, not real. a um, black or white situation. No, like yeah. it happened. It's done. It's it's a lot that goes into that. You have to look in your relationship. Um, it's just a lot. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, that man, that could be his way of dealing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's all he's seeing. That's all he knows. Yeah. If I'm angry, I want you to do something. I want you to sit here and listen to me. You know, females, <clears throat> we get mad, we walking off. So a lot of men, that is a huge sign of disrespect. It's just how you, how you play that out in your mental. What did you see? Was he an abused child? There's a lot that goes into play there was he abused and was he abused by women did his mom have his back in situations where is the anger towards women where is the anger in relationships where did this stuff stem from and unless you want to deal with those type of things you should not be in a relationship that was a lie (laughs) (laughs) it's just because it brought it brought back so much um like i said i've been there um and i was extremely young so my my get out was get out like it wasn't. We ain't got nothing to talk about. I don't want. We ain't got to do because that's this. how you were raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He touched you, girl. You don't know your worth. You crazy to stay there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was in a position where I didn't know my <coughs> worth. I felt I felt like you felt. What's going on? Right. Like, I mean, we never had these problems prior. Right. Why are these problems like coming what is up? Making you this angry? Why do you have to be right. this angry? Like, exactly. I understand anger, but um, yeah. I think now I I can kind of sense where it came from. Right. Um, but we we ain't even friends. We don't talk. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so that's a dead situation. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Very very much. So <laughs> who God bless. Uh, so but yeah, this was very good, guys. I I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did. You know I like talking about love. Anyway. I know. <laughs> you know that is like my thing. So um, so fast forward. 17, 17 years in, 17 years in, um, 19 it? years Nine, in. Yeah, just about, yep, 18. You, 14 married, girl. You, oh, how many kids? Two. Two? Two. Two. Okay. Both Any boys. more, Nikki? No. You closed up shop? Closed up. <laughs> no, ma'am. That is all. Cajun and Kendall are, are wonderful kids. They're cute. They I need, love them. That's all they need is each other. 
How old are your boys? Uh, 16 and 14. Oh, girl, you almost empty hey, nest. Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm well, we talked about this last time. As much I was, y'all, I get baby fever like nobody's joke. Really? But, honey, you got to, let me tell you something about a cure for baby fever. All you educators in the world, uh, to teach a nice sex ed education class, just get you a bunch of babies, real babies. Stop playing with them fake ones. Get you a bunch of babies. Put them in a the classroom. Give it to them cheering. Yes. My God. If that ain't the best birth control in the world, <laughs> let me tell you something. Get you a toddler because them infants fool you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they cute. Sleep a lot. They're they so cute. They're they so they cute. They don't move. They like to cuddle. I like to cuddle. Get you an old oh runner. Exactly. You understand? <laughs> Get your old two year old father in the day. Pull this curtains down. Let you know what my birth control is? Come on, girl. Daycare. Oh. oh. Have you seen girls rent, ain't it? I'm, when I tell it you, is it's a car payment. It's a car payment. My baby goes to pre-K this shit, and we throwing a party. Come on. And I say I will refuse to start over and start with. Come on. Care of I remember before Caitlin was born, my mom had a friend who had two girls, mm. and they lived in Atlanta, and she had to quit her job mm-hmm. because daycare was so expensive. It I, is. I have a coworker like that. She's had twins in March. And we were shutting this. She didn't come back after having her baby. So she came back at the end of the year to clean up her classroom. And I was like, I didn't see you on the list. She was like, oh, I'm not coming back. She said, I can't afford it. She said, yeah. it's cheaper from, she said, I, I can't afford to work and then have my twins and their babies. So, you know, it's more expensive when they're babies. She said, I, I stay at home. I yeah. said, oh, my God. That's why the T-Mobile call center winning right now, because they paying daycare. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Not even just T-Mobile, but I, um, I told, when I first worked at T-Mobile and they offered um, daycare assistance, I every job I went to after that, I looked, that was something key. I was like, hey, y'all got daycare Real assistance? Life. Exactly. No? Real life. Real okay. life. Okay. Well, y'all ain't got nothing for me then, because... Being my able, whole check gonna go to daycare. Yeah, being able to get my daycare money on the back end. Come on, like that. Let me make sure you have money for something else. Exactly. Even if it's not the whole thing. Right. Just give me put some money. Exactly. I hear Please. a lot of wives say that though. That's their reason for not working because it's daycare is so expensive, and that's sad. Like you can't even be a helpmate because exactly. daycare is expensive. Yeah. But let me tell you, it's the jug. If you ever want to open up a, a side hustle, <laughs> listen. Open up a damn daycare. You can get. Listen, I I, I worked at a daycare, um, all of last year and a, a little bit of this year. You can get for for zero to one years old in Augusta. You can get max a hundred and thirty dollars per kid. Per kid. Imagine having two infant rooms mm-hmm. with 12 kids. Girl, come on, hush now. You talking about open up just a straight nursery. You understand what I'm saying? Because them two-year-olds, I want to deal with. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. You got to find you another daycare that's after just, that. That's just, that's, just, that's just one room. That's one room or two rooms. Yeah. Then you got one-year-olds. For one-year-olds, you can get up to $90 per kid. Now, mind you, not potty train, not required to be potty train. Two years old, you can get That's seventy-five to eighty dollars per kid. Once again, not don't have to be part of train. My god, kids can't even come over until a certain age. You understand what I'm saying? My god, kids, they're, they're twins. They're, they can't stay. They're four. They can't stay. They'll be five. Oh Lord, no, oh, their birthday next week. All right, <laughs> listen, I don't know Jesus. what to do. I don't know what to do. I be losing my mind. You, you need me to do what? Make you some cereal? Yeah, no. What? They wake up. My god kids wake up early, and clearly they don't know who the hell they got. Mommy is because they woke up early one time. They slept. They spent the night with me about a year and a half ago, and they woke up. One of them woke up, and the other one was laying next to me, and she was asleep. She shot. I said, "Hey, lay your ass down." Right. <laughs> I mean it. In a it ain't time way. to get up yet. Listen, I mean we're not up. The nicest way possible. Exactly. Lay your ass down. We're like, like, we're she not was up. like we're doing this, like to her sister. I was like, "Hey." Do not touch her. <laughs> Do not touch her or we're going to have a damn problem. Yeah. And then when they woke up, I send them downstairs with Caitlin. Y'all have, y'all have a good day. <laughs> Don't come back Chat. up here That's what I said. unless my, you need um, food. My oldest is eight, and he he's self-sufficient for the most part. He's my okay. sister. I can't start over. I so does Kareem want more kids? No. No? But that's why I said we were like down the line. Both of us, just two, him and his brother, me and my sister, we was like, we want the same kind of okay. family. But it just works. Like, I couldn't imagine 
Imagine starting I'm over. I'm 37, and mm. some days I want another baby. No. Like I said, some days, I'm telling you, girl, I'll be good. And then my sister come over with her cheering. It's over. So so we we're we're at the end. Um, I definitely just want to thank Sharmika and Nikki for giving us so much insight this thank week. You. Um, this has been like a learning experience. I might listen. I might find a husband. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. And yes. That's keep right. In constant prayer. Trust. Trust. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I'm. I've been single for so long. People start to aggravate. I think I get aggravated quick. So, my best friend, Miss Smaller, I have to pray about us. Same That's way. okay. We can just be all right. We can just, you just got to figure that part yeah. out first. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to figure that part out first. Why I get so, uh-uh. And, but, yeah, you know, it's to... funny because when, when me and Nikki were together, like, it was just like, it, it, it just kind of worked. It worked, and it was just like, uh, uh, Okay. I wasn't, I didn't feel the same way, but now I've like not lived with somebody or mm-hmm. been in a relationship with somebody and it's just like, oh, I just need my space. Like, yeah. leave me alone. You gonna smack that loud? Like, <laughs> oh, no. Nah, yeah, you definitely so, gonna have to knock those walls down. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna, y'all keep me, li- keep me lifted in prayer when y'all go to church on yeah. Sunday. We gonna pray this guard down because it's on up. I'm telling you, <laughs> Steel wall. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You talk about building a wall. I got one already up. Y'all gonna need a whole handprint to get in here in this gate she got up for Jesus. you, Lord. Jesus. If he don't, if he, if his name not Barack, leave him at the door. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna. See what I'm <laughs> we gone. Goodbye, we y'all. Get on up out here, but thank you once again. Oh my gosh, it has been a pleasure. I've I've learned a lot. But I definitely want to thank you guys because it takes a lot to... This is the conversations that you don't hear. Absolutely. You know, you hear about all the bad stuff that happened or you hear about the expensive wedding or, you know, you hear about the financial woes or you hear about the 50 limb cheering. But you don't really hear about the foundation that was built before that. So I definitely thank you guys for giving us a little bit of insight on your lives and your relationships and where you came from and where you are now. You both seem like you are in very good places with Mm. your spouses. Mm. And that has to be a really good thing. I really like him. That's a big (laughs) thing. I always loved him. But honey, when that light come together, (laughs) hey, baby, now we a power couple. I like you. You are right about that. Well, my prayer is that you have many more years with your spouses together um just seeing the smile on your faces just reassures me that it is a genuine thing um so definitely thank you Sharmika for coming thank Thank you you, Nikki for coming and we're gonna get on oh absolutely we might have to do this again I'm ready girl I'm ready you know I got some married people that listen to the show so you know we might have to and I have married people in one in in a group that I have on Facebook so they ask me a lot of married questions I'd be like girl I'm inexperienced (laughs) in that area you don't have to let me reach let me phone a friend So we might have to come back to the table and do yes. this again. But I'm with it. So we'll we'll definitely be in touch. But ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me, girl. All right, we're gonna get on up out of here. Good night. Good night. Conversations with Mo is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Music Play, and SoundCloud. Please make sure to like, rate, and subscribe.